0: hello welcome back welcome back to that happened your 20s lifestyle podcast where we're here for each other's face plans. How- Hello, hello <laughs> how was your week how was your day oh it's been great <laughs> it's yeah it's just fantastic busy busy yeah it's been a little hectic i'm going to pagosa this weekend pagosa yeah pagosa springs so it's like southwest Um, But they're known for, like, these hot springs that they have, so I'm super excited. I've never been there. Oh, my gosh. I want to go so bad. I've seen some really pretty pictures. You're going to enjoy that. Yeah, I hope so. And it's supposed to be, like, high 50s, which for Colorado (laughs) people, that's, like, amazing weather. Oh, my gosh. I was looking at the weather for next week here, and it's supposed to be, like, I think mid-70s. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's a little bit of summer. Summer is approaching. About time. You know what that means day drinking oh that too always <laughs> afternoon marks in the it's sun it's so hard not to drink when the sun comes out i know why is that i don't know Like if it's a really like nice summer day i'm like it's time for a mark time for a mark time for a beer time for a fucking glass of champagne literally anything you love your glasses of champagne i love a prosecco you love a champagne <laughs> champagne <laughs> But so I'm getting ready for that, and then I'm also getting ready for a wedding next week. Right. That I found out I have to give a speech in. Oh my god. Just recently. So I'm a little bit nervous for that. Do you have anything put together yet? Do you know me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just curious. Not yet. Do you have any ideas? Not yet. Okay. I'm thinking about just winging it. No. No, Do not
1: think I should wing
0: it? I don't think so. I love you, but I don't think so. We'll see what happens. Okay. I know whenever I'm working a wedding and someone stands up and is like, I didn't prepare anything, but everyone's like And they're like just like slightly intoxicated and you're like this is about to be fucking awful. And then it always is. Yeah. Unless it's the best man. The best man always gives like the best speeches. So weird to me. They can just like whip it out of their ass. Yeah, they're just so charismatic and funny. Mm
1: -hmm. Like pretty
0: much every time. Well then that means you're definitely gonna need to write something. (laughs) I'll keep you updated. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! Do you have any that happened moments um, that you want to share, or, or are you just so prepared on the future? Yeah, I mean the the past is just a vague blur of of things of, things. of life. <laughs> I, I don't really that. have any moments. No, not not. Well, this you week. made some really great dinner last night. Oh my god! Wait, I do need to talk about. Yeah, this. please share what you made. Okay, it was fuego. I made this the salmon bowls like that you see on TikTok everywhere. Mm-hmm. I made those. You had to teach me how to use the air fryer. Yeah, I have this like spaceship of an air fryer. <laughs>
1: it's yeah, amazing. Yeah,
0: I just look at it and I get so confused. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but I went to the store. I got everything for the salmon bowls. I put it all together. You Which is, like, air fryer. really big for you. I know! It wasn't a Hello Fresh, And it actually tasted good. It turned out so good. I know. I have some leftovers I'm going to eat. Yeah, you definitely should eat that up. It Like, if you guys haven't tried it yet, 10 out of 10 recommend. And get the everything but bagel, bagel seasoning yeah. from Trader Joe's to put on it. Yeah, mm. so it's, like, it's the rice, the little salmon cubes mm-hmm. that, like, you marinate in yummy sauce, air fry it, and then you can put, like... Avocado and like veggies on top with the spicy mayo, mm-hmm. so good. Sriracha mayo and a little bit of everything seasoning. Yeah, super so yummy, so yummy. Oh, and then we wrapped it in the seaweed. Yeah, I even got the sea, the like seaweed crisp. things yeah. Oh, those are a must. I feel like that really elevated the meal. Don't you think? We <laughs> were like five course, five star, not five, five course, Michelin. Five, yeah, Michelin star. Michelin. I was so I kept talking about it. I was like, guys, isn't this good? guys guys didn't they do good <laughs> your boyfriend loved it he was like oh my god i wasn't expecting this <laughs> i was like okay uh, uh. speaking of which i was cracking up when he was eating because he was like mm. <laughs> <laughs> he sat, <laughs> down, <laughs> I sat down and was like oh <laughs> it's like, this is exactly what we just talked about <laughs> when i asked him i asked him i was like what do because I was like briefing him on like what we talked about yeah mm-hmm. because he doesn't listen to this like at all he has zero <laughs> interest even you know, when I talk about it I think he just like tunes out in a different world but I was telling him like all the funny things that we said about guys and I was like what do what's like a woman cork? or like what do you think is like a girl cork? and he was like women act Like, they are so put together, like, their nails are done, their hair is done, like, their outfits are, like, always just so put together, and he was like, but just look at their car or their bedroom, and it's just complete chaos. True. He was like, that is the inside of their mind and the true reflection of their life. (laughs) They are not put together at all. That or it's like always just like one hidden corner where like everything gets stuffed. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you have almost everything together, but not all the way. Yeah, like the inside of the closet is yeah. just complete chaos, and there's just no, there's no hope. He's like, women it. are just better at hiding it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I feel like men don't even try to hide it. It's like not even like a a, a thing that they like process. No, they're just like, here yeah. I am. Yeah. They're like, oh wait, I should have done that. Women are like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine every time <laughs> <laughs> I'm great well that's that's awesome I'm glad that you had a successful dinner yes and we're gonna have a crazy week ahead of us especially you with the wedding in pagosa and then Austin Woop, woop. woop, woop. woop, woop. but I have a that happened moment okay what's yours so as you guys know I really fucked up my ankle a week ago <laughs> still fucked up still slightly fucked (laughs) up um but I went and got acupuncture for the first time yesterday yes I fucking love it and you've been telling me about acupuncture for like over a year now because you go I love acupuncture right it's a must for me and I was like okay yeah like I mean I've noticed a change in your face because you get it for acne Uh uh-huh and I'm like okay like it clearly works but I was like no way will this like help my gut issues or like fix an ankle but I was like Honestly, I want to wear cowgirl boots in a week. This swelling is fucking atrocious. Like, I need to do something. It was really bad. Yeah. And so I went and she not only did my ankle, she did my stomach for, like, some of my gut and intestinal. <laughs> my, my stomach's just always fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, for some of that stuff. And then she just, like, poked me some other <laughs> random places. But I truly left feeling high. Like, I was, like in another world like so relaxed it rejuvenates you it was amazing and i slept great and my ankles already fucking like 50 percent less swollen Mm -hmm. like when i talk about acupuncture everyone always rolls their eyes but like it can help with literally having problems sleeping mm -hmm. it can help anxiety it can help i truly believe it inflammation like there are so many different points that they do on your body that it helps with literally any problem that you're having right and I know I should have. I guess I sh- I should have been more willing to go because <laughs> like, I okay, I honestly kind of hate the regular doctors. Like I'm so much more into like naturopaths and like they're herb they're herb herb. Er, You're one of those. <laughs> they're herbs, herbals, herbal, the herb. the herbs. What is it? The herbal supplements. Yeah, thanks for helping me there. <laughs> the um the herbal supplements. Um, but like even just the different um avenues that they're looking at your body and how everything's connected like I went in for my ankle and she was asking me questions about like my period like my diet literally everything she's like what did you eat the day that you sprained your ankle and I was like what and she's like if you ate something that would have caused a lot of inflammation that's maybe why it's retaining so much and I was like like, well I wasn't I was like well I did drink for like a week straight (laughs) (laughs) did she look at your tongue She did. Mine always looks at my tongue, and then she can tell me what's wrong just from looking at my tongue. She goes, hmm, looks okay. I was like, okay. (laughs) Mine always tells me that I have a lot of heat in my tongue. What does that mean? I don't know, but she says that I need to eat more cooling foods like cucumbers and stuff. Oh, that makes sense, though, because you don't really eat a lot of cold foods. (laughs) 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 Cooling! I was trying to explain this to my boyfriend, too. I was like, cooling foods are like melons, cucumber. Celery, so vegetables, but certain <laughs> kinds, because like a raspberry isn't a cooling food. Raspberry, a raspberry isn't a cooling food, but like a watermelon uh-huh. is cooling. Okay, so like eating cooling lemons are cooling. Ooh, yeah. So eating cooling foods, she tells me I need to eat I more need cooling. To look foods. up a list of cooling foods, That's and a- she knows that just from looking at my tongue. Interesting. I, I want to see it now. Uh, oh, nice. Does, it, it, does it, looks, it look hot? It looks. <laughs> It looks like it needs to be cold. Is it red? Actually, not that red. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I ate cucumber yesterday, so. I just had Chipotle, so I don't want you to look at my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever she asks me to open my mouth, I'm like, you're so Sucking down my saliva. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I hope my breath's okay. <laughs> Anywho. Anyways, another thing that I've planned since our last episode is my moving away brunch. Since I'm moving... At the end of may that was so funny that text you sent out dude i i'm a little extra for those of you who don't know me. those of you that do know i'm extra as fuck she is so extra <laughs> we love it though she's like that friend that will like just make sure that everything is like planned and fun yeah it was great i was <laughs> like how should i make this like just over the top dramatic so i put together a Death of Colorado Jess, like, in loving memory invitation to my moving away funeral-themed brunch. Yeah, she literally made, like, a memorial. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, please join us in the service. She made a legit flyer. My, like, fishing pic is on there. Yeah, it, we'll post it. Yeah. I think we should post it. It's honestly amazing. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One of our friends is so funny. He's like, okay, I'll, like, I'll pick you up. I'll, I'm renting the hearst. I was <laughs> like, so glad. So glad everyone gets my it humor. It made me sad, though. I was like, aw. Dude, I know. I randomly cried this morning. About moving? And it was before I even put the invitation together. Yeah. Oh, is that what sparked this? Yeah, I really want to get, like, everybody together. and. Yeah, I knew that we would. Yeah. But I'm a lot less, the, like, put together than you are. Yeah, I was like, I should just put it together. <laughs> I would have just, like, <laughs> sent a group text. Well, I don't know. I just, I think my emotions, though, it's like I know I'm making a good decision for me at, right now. Uh, and it's what I need to do. But at the same time, I'm like, holy shit, like. So many memories. Recently went up to Denver like last weekend and I was driving with one of our friends um, through downtown and I was like, oh, like, remember that corner? I did this or I went on a date there or I used to park there when I went and like worked at my internship and I don't know. I was just like, oh my God. We're both so sentimental. Like nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. I get very, I get really sentimental with all the apartments that I've ever lived in. Like so many memories. Anytime I move, I like take photos, and I like just feel so attached to it. Because I'm like this. Every I feel like in your twenties, every year is just so monumental. Mm -hmm. That even if you're in a place for only a year, like you just feel so much attachment to it. Well, and yeah, and just the like rate that's your life changes and like how much you can grow there. Yeah. Like it, it makes sense. Yeah. It's crazy. But I was looking around our place like the other day and I was like, Oh, our, our wallpapered walls, (laughs) my orange wall, your black wall yeah like our green wall all of the weird noises this place makes it is this is the loudest apartment I've ever lived in. dude it is so bad I'll be like on work calls and I'm like I need to mute myself (laughs) because I don't know what's (laughs) about to happen through these walls it's so bad I can hear the people above me go pee Like when I'm laying in my bed, my boyfriend and I were laying in bed the other night at like eleven, and it was just like dead silent. And then all of a sudden, we just hear like a (laughs) scream, and he's like, "I can straight up just hear them pissing." And I'm like, "Yeah." Oh my god! He was like, "Do you think they can hear us?" He was like, "Is your neighbor peeing?" (laughs) I'm like, "Oh, I've gotten so used to it." Holy shit! (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I'm gonna just choose to block that one out. Oh my god. Wow, that's amazing. They can definitely hear us. Yeah. And our vents are all connected. <laughs> Dude, I know it's so weird. I'll be in my room and I can hear you talking in your room sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is weird. And I'm like, God, what else can you hear me doing in there? <laughs> oh, most of the time I tune it up. Yeah. I ah, God, I closed the van. <laughs> you did. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, but yeah, moving brunch will be fun, and we'll say goodbye. And luckily, we we've taken some cute pictures in here. So yeah, like three. We yeah. have no pictures. Hey, today. our um, our our album cover, our pod cover. Yeah, that's taken in, in here. Our green wall. Yeah, our little that's fireplace. Right. So cute, so cute, so cute. But today's topic is hookup culture yes i'm excited to talk about this i'm really excited to dive in all right before we get into it just have a little update for you guys also wanted to say hope that you had a happy easter and were able to enjoy time with your friends and family We recorded this episode prior to Easter, but um, I know that both Jess and I had a really great day. We're able to hang out with our friends and family and um, enjoy the sunshine here in Colorado. But quick update, um, we will be taking next Monday, April 17th off. Um, We'll be traveling, so we will not have an episode that week. However, we will be back April 24th with our first ever guest. Um, We're not releasing who that guest is yet, but really excited to bring this person on. Um, and we should have that released here in the next week or so. And, um, yeah, just want to give you a little update. Let's get into it. Okay. So to start, like we kind of wanted to just get into what we think hookup culture is and kind of just like define that, Mm -hmm. you know? So I put, um, like Hookup culture is usually when people are just wanting to hook up. It can be with multiple people or just one, yeah. but it's t- typically like a quicker turnaround, you know, mm-hmm. like Walmart employees, like you don't <laughs> stay long. You're yeah. just there for contingent labor. Yeah. You're <laughs> just there for however long you have to be to get it done, you know, get the job done Yeah, and then you're out. So there's that, but like it's, it, it's quick. There's no emotional connection, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. to get, like, your needs met. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned, the like, no emotional connection, because that's kind of what I had put for my definition, too, is, like, the sexual intimacy paired with kind of, like, an outward rejection of any sort of emotional connection. So, it's just purely, like, physical. Yeah. And, yeah, you might interact on a very like surface level but you're not really diving into any type of connection. Like with hookup culture, right. I feel like he's never going to like take you out on a date. Right. You know, it's always like want to come over or mm-hmm. what are you doing tonight? Like let's hook up. So interesting that you say that because I feel like that's what's so wrong with hiccup, hookup culture. We're having trouble I, I literally oh my say- God. I literally said hiccup, and you said we're having travel. <laughs> Why can't we talk today? I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I, we, I'm we i literally drinking a prebiotic soda, so. Probiotic? It's pre. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's a poppy. And I'm drinking a sparkling We sound ice. fucking drunk, but we're not. Um, Any <laughs> just been a day it's been a long day but um yeah I feel like that's what sucks about hookup culture is like when people kind of lead you on to like the belief that you're not clearly communicating that this is purely just a hookup you know and they're like you start by going on a date get you hook up and then you're like oh wait is this more or is, is this really just physical yeah People need to be straight up with what they're looking for, which, like, we kind of talked about in, like, our our past dating episodes. But I think that it's really important to, like, let people know up front, like, hey, I'm just looking for a hookup or, like, I'm not wanting anything serious, Mm -hmm. you know. And I kind of think that leads into, like, our next question of do you think as a society, like, we're getting sick of hookup culture or what does that look like now? I don't think we're getting sick of hookup culture but like me personally like I I feel like I kind of am in that stage of my life now where I'm like outgrowing hookup culture you mm-hmm. know but I think it really depends on like the phase of life you're in and maybe it's an age thing too yeah you know because it's a lot more prominent and when you're like in college right But I don't think as a whole society is, like, over hookup culture. Like, I think that hookup culture will always, always be around, Mm -hmm. you know? I think it's just more of, like, a personal, like, state of life that you're in. Right. And I think there's been, honestly, like, a recent shift in our generation and, like, the newer generations younger than us that are just more open to the idea of, like, casual sex. And I think that historically, honestly, just kind of goes back to, like, being sexually liberated and like hand in hand with monogamy, you know. I, I think in the past we look at our grandparents, our parents, I mean, I know our parents aren't the same age. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> mine just really had me super young. But hookup culture I feel like was not around, nor not or if it was not nearly the same. To the degree that it is today See I just don't know Cause like you look at like the 60s and 70s and 80s And like Mm -hmm. Shit was wild back then You know like I definitely think there was A a prominent hookup culture In that time But maybe it looked a little different Than it does now I think for women I think it might have looked different Yeah You know Um, No I agree with you though I think people were always fucking (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, the beginning of time. (laughs) But I think it's more socially acceptable, especially for women now, to be in that scene, be in that hookup culture, and like, yeah, that's that's not be shamed for it as much. Yeah, well, that's a point that I actually had with like how, like, slut shaming can be like a real thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are, and it is true that now, like in our generation it's a lot more accepted for, like, a woman to be sexual and, like, open with that as well. Mm -hmm. But I think there still is that, like, um, a nuance around it of, like, oh, you know, she's openly hooking up with, like, multiple men or, like, you know, whereas guys kind of get, like, a high five, girls always kind of will have that stigma of, like, slut shaming or like oh you shouldn't be doing that I Mm -hmm. think it'll be around regardless of like what generation it is but we are definitely more open to it now I agree and I think that kind of ties into this study that I found too about it was done here in the U.S. but there was an interview with both men and women the morning after a hookup and 82% of men were like yep I'm super happy I did that like no hurt feelings And 57% of women said the same, which was honestly higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's a pretty high number. But I feel like it is really, like, gendered to some extent that women can catch feelings easier or feel some type of embarrassment or emotional connection um, that a man just can, like... Shut off. Shut off. No, I think sex is a lot more emotional for women mm-hmm. in in general, right? You know, than it is for men. So I think hookup culture for males is like a little bit more prominent, or like you know they seek that out a little bit more than I think right. women do in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for women, a lot of it is also like the state of life that you're in and like your state of mind, like in in that moment, right? Because sometimes like. You are in a state of life where you do just want to go hook up and you won't be catching feelings. But you have to be, like, very mentally aware Mm -hmm. of, like, your emotional needs, like, in, like, the the point of life that you are at. Yeah. I feel like just because something could be, like, empowering in the moment doesn't mean you're going to be left feeling, like, empowered. And that's something that, like, I've had to remind myself when I was in my, like, promiscuous era. Like... (laughs) Not going to lie, like, a few years ago, like, I was definitely like in the hookup culture, like, yeah, and I, it was fine, and I thought it, that's, like, what I wanted, and I'm, like, I'm not ashamed of it by any means. Um, no, you should never be ashamed of it. But I think that's, like, the stigma that comes with it sometimes is, like, am I a slut? <laughs> am I hooking up with too many people? Like, but I think that's more what... of an internal bat- battle than it mm-hmm. is, like, other people's judgment on you. You know. Right, and I think that just comes with, like, growth and personal development, but yeah, I think for me, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it because I was also able to grow and figure out, like, what I liked through all of that. Very true. You, you know what I mean? a master. I became a master. A at sex master. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing surprises you anymore? No, I'm like, whips and chains, that don't surprise me. Is that Rihanna? You've seen... <laughs> You've seen all shapes and sizes. Oh <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, we can stop there. Um <laughs> But yeah, I just I feel like it really is based on your your mental state and like what you're willing to endure. Yeah. Because recently I was like a reborn again virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Dude, when you told me how long it had been, I was like no way. Yeah. Yeah. Until <laughs> until very recently, I will yeah. say. Um, but I feel like with this recent hookup, I was like okay with it because I communicated and hung out with this person multiple times prior without it coming to that. And I was like, you know what, I, I, I don't really want to at this moment because I'm moving. You know, emotionally, I know I could get attached. That's like <laughs> not really where I want to be. Yeah. Um, and they kind of like reassured me. Were like, you know, like I know you're, I know you're moving. That's totally fine. Like I'm not looking for anything crazy either. Like, and then it it happened, and I was like, wow, I'm reborn again. And then you were like, First, oh, like, I kind of like him. I was like, fuck <laughs> me. No, but I think it's helped to be in that mindset going into it. I will say though, with hookup culture. Because, like, I think that you can have – hookup culture doesn't mean, like, night after night or random dudes, like, Mm -mm. one after another. It definitely can. But I think that you can also do it with, like, you know, build a friendship with one person and then just have them as, like, your friend slash, like, friends with benefits kind of That's so funny you said that because I literally wrote down that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie too. But I think that also becomes a little complicated. Yeah, because one person is bound to catch feelings. Exactly. Like, you could have one mindset, but the shitty part is there's a whole other human that you don't have insight into until they're being fully vulnerable and communicating those thoughts with you you don't you have no idea so do you think it is possible to just hook up with like one friend one person and like not catch feelings like do you think do you ever see that working out no I don't either I never see that working out. it works for like a month no yeah and then one of them's like I can't do this anymore I love you uh, yeah it, somebody's always gonna want more I feel like yeah I agree um and I think that's why it kind of goes back to that okay one night stand or like let's just hook up a couple times and then never talk to each other again like I think that's why people find that easy to deal with in the moment but then it's like it's like a temporary high and then like a fucking low low because you're so like you feel lonely you feel lonely or you can feel kind of like okay I just got so vulnerable with somebody that didn't even know what I liked what I don't like you know they I like. I, I let them experience my body, and I got to experience their body, but, like, that was it. But I think you that's know? okay sometimes. Yeah, I mean... Like, sometimes you just want to bang someone. A hundred percent. And, like, that's all. And, like, you don't get connected, and you're just like, well, I did that. That was fun. Bye. I'm not right. talking to you again. <laughs> right. And it's funny you said that, because I, I literally also wrote down, like, I feel like most people go through these types of phases or they're in that, you know, environment after a breakup, or maybe they, after a divorce, <laughs> yeah, after a divorce, um, or they just go into it with the mindset of like, okay, like this is going to be so empowering. I'm going to find what I don't like. And I do like, but they don't like think of like the turmoil that can like come after. Cause like, it can be such a high and, I, and it's great. Like do what you want. Everyone's different. But I think ultimately, like if you continue with that mindset, like It's not really going to benefit you. It's not going to get you anywhere. No. You know, and eventually, like, you know, you could be in that place for years, which is totally fine. Like, you know, in your heart, like, I'm just going to focus on me and my career and this and that. But I still want to have sex. Like, Mm -hmm. you could be on the hookup scene for years and years. But, like, you know, when you're ready to get in that relationship, just, like, just be self-aware. Yeah. I think of, like, what your emotional needs are and, like, what your mindset is Mm -hmm. in that. Like, I've never been, like, huge in the hookup culture. It's I was going like, to say, like, if you wouldn't have found your current boyfriend, do you think you'd still, like, be hooking out with people? Or do you think you would have been celibate like me for, like, a year? <laughs> I am notorious for, like, finding someone hook, like, not even just in dating terms, but, like, even just hookup terms. Like, and I will stay with that person to hook up with. So, like, I won't bounce around. You're really good at that. Like, Which I just is fucking hilarious because when she found out how <laughs> how long it had been, she's like, "Well, there's this guy like who I know up to." She's like, "You know, you could like try him out. He's a really great time." I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you!" Yeah, like there was this guy that I've known forever, and like we were just like hookup buddies, like, and we would always like we just had that understanding of like we were chill. You know, mm-hmm. we were cool with each other, and like we would just like be hookup buddies for years. Yeah, you're like we could be Eskimo sisters. Yeah, <laughs> but like that's just more so my personality, where I'll have like a few guys that I just like consistently would hook up with. Yeah, but like smart. I knew them, safer. and we're, like yeah, <laughs> safer. <for laughs> Don't sure. get me wrong, I've definitely had like my one night stands. Yeah. Um, like after my divorce, I kind of like went out and was like, you know, going on dates and sleeping with guys here and there. But even after that, I kind of had a guy that I like would consistently hook up with. I didn't date him, but mm-hmm. I don't, that's just not my personality. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there's other girls out there that can relate to that. Oh, 100%. And I think that's kind of like why for me, I've decided that like I'd rather be single than in the hookup scene, um, just so I can like invest my energy, like you said, in, in my job and my passions and hobbies, friends, other types of relationships, because I'd rather have that like emotional connection with my friends than just a physical connection with somebody that's very temporary and yeah. I already have great vibrators and a hand so yeah I don't need that you we know could argue that like uh Appleby guy was like or ghost yeah was what's his nickname like a long-term <laughs> hookup yes but I didn't look at it as like that and now he I see did. that. Yeah. I see that now. And I was just very naive to it because all the signs were there. Yeah. And he told me multiple times that I was like, eh, no. You're like, I will change you. <laughs> you're you're going to like me. And it's shitty because I think in return, I did get that emotional connection sometimes. Yeah. It was just in bits and pieces, like dropped here and there, like little breadcrumbs. Yeah. You know? And a lot of that, I think, does come with like emotional maturity and just like learning from your mistakes. Because you would see a guy like that now and mm-hmm. be like, uh, no. Right. Like, I want a relationship you don't. Like, this just isn't going to work. And I think that had to do with, like, my anxious attachment style at the time. Being, like, oh, like, okay, he hasn't texted me back. Like, we just hooked up a couple days ago. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to, like, keep waiting for that. Uh-huh, you know? For and, like, sure. I'm, like, seeking that. For sure. And it would never come. hmm like, it's so sad. I think you've grown a lot. Thank you. <laughs> like, no, I mean, just, like, in yourself. Like, you yeah. just you're very like, you know, you've become very self-aware of like your needs and like what you are looking for and what you want. And like, mm-hmm. you can go like hook up with a guy and then be like, okay, bye. Right. But like when it comes to actually like finding someone and like wanting to date, like you won't put yourself through that. No. Emotional. And to like, be back honest, and like I don't even like the idea of just like hooking up with somebody anymore. Yeah. Like, yes, this guy that I've recently seen like yeah I'm still like talking to him on a friend level which I'm fine with because we both know that but other than that like I'm not I don't want to just like go hook up with somebody from a bar yeah one night like there's nothing (laughs) there that like gets me excited we've had those nights we're done with those yeah I'm so done with that but yeah and I think it it definitely comes with like not even age but just like how what you've experienced in your life like I do think that Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone in your life, unless you got married really young or, like, you waited to have sex until marriage, goes through, like, a hookup, you know, part of their 20s. Right. You know? For the most part. For the most – not everyone, but I think for the most part, people out there – not even 20s. Like, this could happen when you're a teenager, too. hmm College, like – yeah I feel like a lot of people can experience like the hookup culture and it doesn't I feel even like need she... to be like fully having sex I feel like it could just be like making out with random people bouncing around bouncing around talking to multiple people like however you want to define it good for you I think that's mostly sex yes but I think like I wanted to get your take on this too and I, but I want to let you finish your thought sorry um well are you good I lost it now okay okay <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I wanted to get your take on emotional hookups, like just emotional connections, like we're with people. Like whether that be you're texting them, calling them. You know there's this guy in my life who it's been like that kind of for a year. Yeah. And it feels like an emotional hookup because we've understood each other so well for so I mean, feels like a long time. Yeah. But like we're always each other's person to call when something goes wrong. And it sucks because it's like okay, there'll be days where we'll like be talking nonstop in a row, and then nothing. And it's like, why am I allowing myself to do that when there's nothing? There's nothing that's going to come of it, and it's not even physical. It's just. I would say it's emotional. more of a friendship, but it's it's a little different because you guys did used to, you know, yeah, kind of date. Yeah, it never got super serious, but you guys definitely like hooked up and. Yeah. We're pretty close with each other. But I would define it now more so as a friendship. hmm And I just think it could be, like, maybe other people are experiencing this or maybe I'm just crazy. But I feel like that could be, like, a hookup cultural thing in itself of, like, you have these people that are always there that you've had, like, previous experiences with that, you know, you go to each other with these emotional needs and it almost feels like, okay, like there's hope again, but then there's not, you know what I mean? I'm like, is that just me? Is that, I personally haven't experienced that, but I can <laughs> see through you, like what you're, what you mean. And yeah. I'm sure that there's girls out there that have, I haven't experienced that because all of my relationships have literally blown up Yeah, and we just never spoke again. Like there was never any coming back. From it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's more so like the lingering hookup. It's like the lingering person that like. This was never fully a relationship, but, like, was a situationship. And, like, they'll stumble back into your life here and there. And then it's, like, oh. And there's, like, the what ifs. Yes. Like, what if that could have worked differently? Or what if it does work? Or what if it was the right person, wrong time? Which I don't know if I truly believe in, but. I don't believe in that. Yeah. I don't. I have mixed emotions on that. I don't know. I kind of, like, I, I think that if it was meant to work out, like, it either will or like, I don't think there's, let's see, how do I want to explain this? I don't think there's right person, wrong time. And like, I think that if it is eventually meant to work out, mm-hmm. then it will find a way to, Yeah. but I do kind of believe in like, you know, the, the fate aspect of like things aligning. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll work out with him five years down the road. I I feel like he's me. He needs to be like 50. He needs to grow the fuck up. He needs to, like, he's very mature in different aspects of his life, but, like, there's some things he needs to go through, I feel like, to, like, even get to that point. I feel like in general, though, guys do stay in the hookup scene, and, like, they don't want to, they don't, a lot of guys don't want a serious relationship until they get a little bit older. You know why? Because they fucking don't get shit on for being man wars. They get high fives. They'll be like, bro, I fucked two girls last night. (laughs) (laughs) And the guys will be like, "Yeah, bro, that's awesome." So true. And then girls will be like, "I had sex with two guys last night. I feel disgusting." Literally. I agree. Yeah, I think it's just like I don't know. It's different I mean, for everybody. It's di- it is different for everyone. And like obviously, you just like need to do you. Mm. Like whatever you're feeling you need or whatever you want to do, like there's no right or wrong right. answer to it. And like You know, everyone goes through different phases of life and like there will be phases where like you are in the hookup culture and there will be phases where you don't want to be and you're so sick of it. And I don't think I want to look at this as like a negative thing too. Like hookup culture can be great for some people. No, it's not negative at all. I feel like different ways to like kind of navigate it if that's something you want to do or you're exploring or you are feeling liberated by it. Like go for it. I have a friend recently text me and (laughs) she lives in Boston now. And she had come out to Denver this past year. She has friends out here. And um she met a guy when she was out here, which I didn't know about. She just randomly texted me the other day and was like, I had sex with a pilot. And oh, I was yeah. Like, I was like, what? And she proceeds to send me photos of them, like a selfie of them and then like his fucking plane. Like it's like a private jet, like on this tarmac. And I was like, girl, what? Did you fucking the plane? Oh like, my god, this is kind of off topic, but yeah. have you ever had sex in an airplane? No, have you? Yes. Literally, what? <gasps> just what? <sighs> when? How? Oh my god, wait, I have questions. Okay, can I tell this story? Yeah, please tell okay. me the story. That just made me think of this. So my current boyfriend and I. What? Yes. After... Dude, when were you guys on? A... So after Seattle. Yes. Stop. After like. We had known each other for maybe three weeks, and we decided to just, like, book a trip to Seattle. We were like, let's just do it. And everyone was like, are you crazy? You're what airline was this? Um, It was Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> the, the love it was Southwest, airline. Okay. But everyone thought that I was crazy, and they were like... Um, You're going to Seattle with this guy you hardly even know, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I like him. He's super cute. So we were on the flight home. Yeah. We had so much fun together. Um, We were on the flight back and we were like, we had a couple like drinks and we were like, should we join the Mile High Club? Should we do it? Stop. So we devised this plan. I go to the bathroom, like I shut the door. He comes back like two minutes later, comes in. How did no one notice? Well, wait. Girl. So we start banging in the bathroom like we are doing it, and all of a how sudden, the fuck do you fit in there? All of a sudden, we just hear stop, <laughs> and I was like, "They'll go away, they'll go away," and they're like, knock again, and they were like, "We are gonna need you two to come out of the bathroom immediately." Blah blah blah, and we come out, and like we had um this like he was like a super cool like gay flight attendant, oh, and he God. was like, "You guys can't do that." And he just kind of like smirked at us, and he was like, "I'm not gonna like you guys aren't allowed to use the restrooms anymore on this flight." And we were like, oh okay. my god! Did people like stare at you on your white like your walk back to your seat? Well, it was like a night flight, and so a lot of people were like sleeping, and like the cabin was dark, oh. so like uh, people weren't like really aware. Oh, that's good. Did you go to the back or the front? The back. Okay, smart. Yeah, and okay. the, the um, flight attendant like kind of smirked at us, and he was like, "You guys are not allowed to do that." well good for you yeah so i'm in the mile high club shit girl jealous well my poor friend she didn't even get to join the mile high club he was a pilot that's the thing he had a fucking layover and like randomly texted her like hey i'm in boston and then they ended up banging and good for her but like I guess that was my story, was just, like, you can just meet people random places sometimes, and if you have men in different cities, fucking, men or women, fucking do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I totally agree Honestly, I'm going to start living like that, like. (laughs) And I think that it can be fun. Like, you can, like, experience different things, do different things, like. All the different walks of life you can meet. Yes, I think that hookup culture can, like, be really fun. I think so, too. And you know (laughs) what? Just embrace it have fun with it but we have a couple stories we want to share with you guys okay so in terms of like hooking up with someone do you like going over to their place or do you like them coming to you I prefer them coming to me um just because I love my bed but I also fucking hate doing the walk of shame i've done it so much and like getting an uber the next morning is just the worst thing ever when you're like making small talk and you're still in your like night out outfit, smelling like fucking vodka and you're like do i have semen in my hair <laughs> like what is this you're missing a shoe <laughs> yeah i have made the worst walk of shame mistake that like anyone could make dude i made. Mean, is it the one i'm thinking of yes <laughs> I made the walk of shame the night after Halloween. Yeah. And so I was still in my Halloween costume. Like it was so- luckily obvious. it was like a rocker outfit though. But I did I didn't, I was not well. It was like over the top. It yeah. was over the top rocker outfit. It was like 8 a.m. I'm still in my Halloween costume. Like <laughs> makeup. The makeup, the hair, like everything. You should never Ever do the watch of shame the night after Halloween. Like it is so obvious to everyone. I love it. Like I might as well have been wearing like a red sign. like, <laughs> hello, I was just fucked. Like I was just banging. Like, I was just banging the night before. <laughs> and this was the night I came back to your apartment. oh my God. And you had chipped your tooth, dude, I lost, guys, <laughs> I lost my whole front tooth pretty much. <laughs> do not recommend getting on a electric scooter in fucking Denver with a 250 pound man on the back of it. We doubled up thinking it would be smart. And he had his like hands over the top of mine. And so like, I was like, controlling the gas and brake, and he had his hands on top of it all the way down, like forcing me to like go fast. And I was like, there's a bump coming, like slow down, slow down did not listen to me oh god we go fucking flying my face goes face first into the pavement it was so bad it was so bad like i literally ate my front tooth the fuck you was so dude the photos that we have you sent me because i wasn't there i was crying snapchat of you like showing me your tooth (laughs) with tears just like down your face and you were like i broke my tooth (laughs) i have to I, I have to keep those photos oh my god those make I me mean, we, we can laugh about it now in the moment it was not funny but I was not well and I mean, it was like what was it a Sunday the following day or a Saturday and like all the dentist offices were closed and I was like freaking out it was called we had to go to like cheap and affordable was, dental care it was like comfortable and affordable or something so fucking like sketch it was the only place open oh my but god. I was like I need to get in I don't care yeah it was and you got it fixed they did a yeah, good job i got it fixed literally 24 hours later oh my god less than 24 and so i walk into the apartment after the walk of shame like in my <laughs> halloween costume and you're just like looking at me like, with a like bruised face and chipped tooth like how was your night <laughs> yeah and then that guy sent me a text. Late. I had like met him at a bar. This was like the second night that I had met him. Yeah. And we we were like vibing. He was like he seemed like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. That guy, he texted me like 4 hours later and he was like, "I have no interest in seeing you again. You make me feel uncomfortable." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh my god. At least he was honest. I was like, I don't know what I did. I was drunk, but I was like, I don't know what I did or said. like it's fine. But it wasn't good. (laughs) Shit, at least you had a good story out of it. Yeah, but I will never again be doing the walk of shame. No, it's not fun. Or like doing the walk of shame after a wedding when you're in your bridesmaid's dress still. Like anytime it is super obvious. Yeah. Just like, right Bring a pair – always have a pair of leggings in your purse, ladies. Right? <laughs> For any situation. I noticed when I saw somebody doing that at one of, like, these work conferences I went to in Vegas. And I'm like, oh, I know what you are doing. <laughs> Those work conferences I get risky. Honestly, if you guys <laughs> – you guys don't know about the corporate like work culture like it, it gets fucking wild it gets frisky it there. gets really wild when these people are going out of town on these conferences be careful um i was gonna ask you though mm-hmm. when the guy like when you have the guy come to you does it make you nervous that like he knows where you live um sometimes but no <laughs> <laughs> our apartment is like the least secure apartment Ever. Or if they're gonna kill me, they can kill me. Yeah, they can come back. Well, I'm don't I'm, don't I'm worried me. about stalking. Like if like they um, don't want to take no for an answer. Well, I'm not going after like creepy guys. I don't they think they never know that they're bad. I guess so. Until they are. I guess. I don't know. I guess. But the hard part is trying to get them to leave in the morning. Oh my god. <laughs> there has been some interesting people that just don't understand the concept of time. What do you think the appropriate thing to do is after a night of hooking up? Mm-hmm. What do you think they should do? Stay, leave. If they, okay, so I've stayed at a few people's places before. And sometimes I will leave immediately after or like, just depending on the vibe. Like if this is purely a hookup and we're not cuddling after, like there's no aftercare or like, you know what I mean? (laughs) They don't even bring you a towel. They're not bringing me a cup of water. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Then I'm like, okay, I should probably go. So like, I will leave at night. But if I do stay and it's the next morning, like I'll just like typically try to sneak out like when I see the sun, yeah, like, like through. Yeah, yeah, like I will just even if they're still asleep, even if they're like, "Oh, I'll stay, like, do you want a cup of coffee? Like, no, not not the first time. yeah, maybe the second sure. time or third time if this is gonna continue to happen, but like, I'm about to bounce, like, yeah, no, and I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about how great it was. Like we can talk later if that's okay. what you want. to You do. don't need to have like smell my morning. No, breath. like you don't need to. Don't need see, to see my hair. Situation. Plus, like in the morning, I want to have my coffee and I want to take my morning shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I'm <laughs> sure you want to do the same. That's your ass. That will not be happening at your hookups house. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, that's the thing though. If they're coming to my place, get the fuck out.
1: Get yeah. the fuck out. You Experience this. Personal. I had
0: this girl come over and great, great. Um yeah, she kind of we that okay, I'm not even gonna get into it, but we didn't let's just say we didn't really hook up even. Like it wasn't like it wasn't that. But um stays the night and and I'm really nice. I'm just really nice you are like, so nice. I'm like, yeah, if you want, I'm like sure <laughs> and so the next morning it's a fucking work day it was like a Wednesday. It was a work day. Yeah. I had meetings at like, I think they're like nine thirty, ten. So like not right when I woke up, but I'm like, I'm not trying to like make you breakfast. You're like, like making your coffee. Making yeah. Your breakfast, and you were like, she's still here. I was like mouthing to Jess. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And so like I asked her, I was like, do you want any coffee? I was like, Oh like I'm going to get ready like I start getting dressed like all ready this for shit. Work. Yeah, I was like I kept reminding her. I was like, "I have a meeting at this time." She's like, "Oh, cool." Like, "I don't work today." blah blah blah. I'm like, "Cool." cool. It was like 10:30 at this point and you were like, "Or 10." It was like 10. It was like pushing 10:30. And so I went out back to the kitchen where Jess was and I was like, "I'm going to I I just said it out loud." Yeah. And you knew. I didn't even tell you what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, so you still need me to take you to get your oil changed? Yeah. I was like, "Uh, yeah, you can still take me, right? We need to leave in like 10 minutes. Yeah. So like I I walk back in my room. She just like doesn't say anything. I'm like, so did you hear that? We have to like leave in like 10 minutes. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Thinking, okay, she'll get her ass up. Get out of here. No, she waits until I am putting my shoes on. And Jess has to literally put her shoes on to walk, walk to your car. We had to walk out of my apartment, act like we're leaving, get in my car and sit in it until she left. Like, she, she was not leaving. No. I have never seen anything like it. Dude, I don't know. And I don't know if that's just, like, a lesbian thing or what. But, like, I've never experienced that before. And I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> a lesbian thing. <laughs> like a Do U-Haul girls? thing. I don't is know. Is how men feel? I probably. They're like, why is Get she not leaving? F- Get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> I was like, this is unacceptable. Oh, my God. That was bad. That's happened to me before with a guy. Not to that extent. But he, like, straight up would not leave. Ooh. And I was like, dude you're going to need to go. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to hang out with you all morning. <laughs> like, also, like, your day's plans aren't going to be my day's plans. Yeah, and it's like, we are so not on that level. No. Like, the only people that I will be hanging out with in the morning are, are you and my now boyfriend and it took us, like, four months to get there. Yeah. like, it no. is it, it's kind of like a weird transition. Like that takes time. It does. You don't just like start planning your day with somebody like off the bat. Like no. Fuck no. no, that takes a lot of time yeah. and like you definitely need to be dating for that to happen. Yeah. But I agree. I mean, I think that if if you're hooking up with someone Depending on the circumstance, like, it's okay to stay the night, but if you do, you need to leave immediately <laughs> in the morning. Please leave. Like, there is no excuse as to why you would be there past, like, 7, 30, 8 No. That's even, like, pushing it. 8 normal. o'clock is pushing it. Yeah, 8 o'clock is pushing it. I'm like, get out at six forty 7, yeah. please. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. Totally. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> I also had another question for you. You do? Oh. Do you, at any point, think it's okay for, like, a male to ask you, like, what your body count is? Oh, man. Um, no. I just, maybe if we're dating, I I guess I'm just, I'm not interested in being with somebody who, like, that is, like, a big deal. Like, sure, we can talk about it. Definitely don't want to talk about it on the first date. If we're hooking up, you definitely don't get to know. I don't know. I just don't feel like I know it matters to some people. It doesn't matter to me as much. And I just don't feel like it's something that needs to be really discussed. I don't think it should ever be asked. Even when you're dating? I know me and my current boyfriend have never asked each other that right. question. I mean, like, I understand, like, you guys are getting serious. Like, okay, it's, you guys have been dating for, like, a year almost. Like, yeah, if you want to know, but, like, sure. But what is it going to benefit you? I was going to say, why would he want to know? Exactly. Like, if he ever was like, how many guys have you slept with? I, I would be, like... I don't know if I'd tell him, like, that's not, why do you need to know that? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not benefiting anything. Like, obviously he knows about like my serious relationships in the past and like Mm -hmm. funny stories or he Mm -hmm. knows I've hooked up with other guys, but he doesn't need to know the number. I feel like that's really just like fixating on like the woman's, like a man's idea of a woman's virginity. Men who are like, if she slept with more than three guys, they're here enough. Yeah. There's no way. Like, that's just disgusting. Fuck off. Literally that's disgusting. Like yeah. guys that say that I get so annoyed by. Right? But they can sleep with like a hundred women. Yeah. I'm like, no, sir. But the number of men that we sleep with does not matter. No. On that same note, like when you hook up with guys, do you make them wear like a condom or like ask yeah. them about like Yeah. It doesn't been it. But why? But Yeah. I think it's it's safe to like practice that type of stuff for sure. And um yeah, I mean I, I definitely haven't always asked that, but... Yeah. I, I mean, know. they will lie anyways. Yeah. But, yeah. I think using, like, protection on, like, if you're just hooking up with, like, guys that you don't know mm-hmm. is super important. Yeah. Because... And getting, like, regularly tested. I mean, it's not worth the risk. You guys should be doing it, too. That if you're listening, like, you've experienced something in the past. Not with your current boyfriend, but... Yeah. um, Where you know you didn't know and I've kind of experienced something similar too but yeah, like cause they they will lie yeah like you can't just don't like if you don't know for sure like always make them wear a condom because those STDs there's some like ones that will affect you for the rest of your life you know mm-hmm. and so you just don't want to ever take that risk it's not and worth just, it just put it I do not have herpes <laughs> <Like, laughs> oh my god no 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 I don't have Sorry, an STD I didn't to like- put <laughs> we both do not but I think there's just been situations in the past where like people have lied about certain things yeah and it's like that's not cool yeah you know so and it is so prominent like I I for one like until I got a little bit older did not realize how prominent like STDs were mm-hmm. like I didn't know that they that a lot of people have them which is so funny because it's like we're taught that in school but like we're like yeah 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 but you're like it would never like I never know someone or it would never happen right, but, to me like and but I think then- that's because it's not talked about a lot until it it is, yeah. And you're like, oh shit, yeah. And I think, I think that is becoming more socially acceptable to like be open about, yeah, for um, sure. Which is great. Like, you are a huge douchebag if you do not tell people, mm-hmm. like, when you're hooking up with them. <laughs> that reminds me of this guy that I matched with on Tinder once, and like that was like one of the first things he had said it was like, I'm like. HPV positive or something I was oh like, shit I was like yeah this isn't gonna work no that was like four years ago but I was like oh, oh that's my god so sad though yeah like that is unfortunate I know I mean it's, it's great that you're upfront about it but like oh yeah for not sure for me so I think in short mm-hmm. hookup culture can be great yeah. You just need to be like in the right emotional state to really get the most out of it. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you can't, if you can't do that, it's then like a roller coaster. Like you need to go on ready for a ride. You need to be ready for the ride. But if you can't, then you need to allow yourself to set boundaries with yourself and other people so you can protect you. You and your also, emotions. You also, in hookup culture, need to stay strong in your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let them push you around. You Please don't. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. And if you don't want to hook up with them, no means no. No means no. No means no. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Um, Like always, rate, like, subscribe, follow. Have a great week. Have a great rest of your week, and we will chat with you soon. That's what's happening. That's what's happened.